Alright guys, it is April and I'm back. Uh, I've been almost a full month since I recorded last. Uh, I apologize for the delay, just needed to take some time, get my thoughts in order. Uh, a lot of stuff been happening uh, with the Stop Asian Hate movement and the uh, Derek Chauvin trial and just life in general. I've seen uh, yet again this subject popping up. Uh, but before we get into that, and I get all deep, dark, and brooding, <laughs> which isn't really deep, dark, and brooding, I guess, I want to give a shout out to my patrons for the month, uh, Mark Sanzada and Tara Hawkins. Thank you guys so much for being part of the Patreon. I appreciate you both. Um, don't forget, if you're listening to this episode, you do get to pick a topic for me to discuss on the show uh, for being in that early tier, and you will be getting some pretty cool merch coming your way soon. For anybody that's interested in the Patreon, it's patreon.com slash perceptionblurred. Why not? Y-N-O-T. Um, so check me out there. Again, thank you guys for being a part of the Patreon. I really appreciate it. It helps keep the show going. Um, now, to start today, I guess... I really want to talk about one thing that I've been seeing pop up on a couple of friends posts and that is yet again the saying I don't see color a lot of y'all don't realize why that's problematic well I was raised to see a person for a person I mean that's great I was raised to see us not as separate races but as one race the human race that's awesome that's that's great I wish I had that privilege um, erasing seeing me as a black man, pardon me, erasing seeing my daughter as a black woman, my brother is a black man, my mother is a black woman, my father is a black man, erasing any of that inherently erases part of who we are. It gets rid of what culture we have left, what culture we've adapted over the last couple of, uh, centuries because of the cultural erasure from things like slavery and Jim Crow and segregation. Tons of our stuff was taken from us. Tons of our history was erased. We don't know a lot about our past, about our ancestors' past. And the reason behind that is is because we weren't allowed to. So now that we have created our own culture and created our own history being black is a major part of that and that is not to say that it's solely our identity but it is a vast majority of our identity is being black um again that's where our culture is grounded in like Y'all don't realize that part of the issue is, especially uh, being a black man in this country, is either you're seen as too black by some people, not black enough by other people, or just the right amount. And what I mean by too black is... uh, so black that you're threatening 
which happens to everyone. Every black person in this country gets treated like that, whether they want to admit it, whether they see it or not. Uh, it is a major issue in the fact that you can walk down the street as a black person, and if there's a white person walking on the same street as same side as you, they're going to clutch their purse, they're going to clutch their wallet, they're going to run across the street just to make sure they're not near you. They're going to take another elevator, they're going to take another staircase, uh, they're going to, when I was 17 years old, going to write aid for my mother, they're going to clutch their purse when you hold the door open for them in the middle of a snowstorm and tell you they don't carry much money. And I've seen excuse after excuse after excuse for these people. Well, well, you don't know what a person's gone through, trauma, blah, blah, blah. I mean, that's great. But what about what we've gone through? Does being reacted to in this manner not have an effect on us? So that, that's what we mean by too black. Uh, not black enough is being uh, alternative black, being into things that aren't typically seen as black, such as... Uh, rock music or anime or you know being the the science nerd and not uh, being into sports uh, being the comic book geek that type of stuff is not black enough for some people now mind you it's all bullshit you're black you're black you're black you're black it doesn't matter how black you are perceived by other people you're black um And again, with that comes a big part of our identity. And I guess what people don't understand is just how much black culture has contributed to this country, aside from just on the backs of slaves, the, the innovations, the inventions, and the ideals that this very country lives on today. A lot of those are from black culture, but we don't want to admit it until it's being... Uh, taken until it's being put somewhere else until someone else is is using it I don't want to use the term appropriating um, because I don't necessarily agree with that term all the time Uh, my problem with appropriation is the the entire point of the, the country of America is we're supposed to be a melting pot and we're supposed to absorb from other cultures what our country is supposed to be supposed to be not have not is hasn't been the entire time we've all been alive um but by saying that i don't see you as what you are you're saying you don't you don't see me oh i just see you as a man well i mean that's great but i'm a black man that's what i am i was born black i'm gonna die black No matter, and not to speak ill of the dead, but no matter how much Michael Jackson changed himself over the decades that he was alive, he was a black man, was always seen as a black man. People that hate black people hated him just as much as they hated hate me. And that's the simple truth when it comes down to it. Is it a... Uh, doesn't matter that you don't see me as a color because that's what I am now mind you I don't want you to um, take this as I'm saying 
I'm black and that's all I am. No, but I'm telling you, I'm damn proud to be black. I'm damn proud of my heritage. I'm proud of my family. I'm proud of my upbringing. I'm proud of my brother. I'm proud of my sister. I'm proud of I'm proud of my mother. I'm proud of my father. I'm proud of my step parents. I'm proud of I'm damn proud of my daughter. Um, and part of that is seeing what we've contributed to society and what we have to offer and what potential we have. Um, just, I mean, talking about my brother, just looking at the things that he's done, uh, sharing his talents with the world from being a singer, an artist, uh, a dancer, a cook, uh, a, the boy's doing nails now because he wants to, <laughs> he's learning how to do nails because he, because he wants to, he, he's a musician, he plays different instruments, he, um, can do a little bit of everything, and, a lot of that is grounded in black culture. He does hip hop dance. He does R&B singing. He does rap. He does uh, soul music. He takes pieces of our culture and he incorporates them in with other things. And his anime drawings. Um, um, the boy just does a lot and as a black man, that's important because of the fact, like I said, when we were seen as too black in certain circles, um, we're seen as threatening. And honestly, like when it comes down to it, other than people that step to him or have a problem with him, Tank is one of the least threatening people you'll meet until you have a, until you cross him. But he doesn't go out of his way to threaten people. Uh, same thing with me. Same thing with my, our friends. We might look different. We might act different, we might sound different, but I'm tired of being told my natural hair is lazy. I'm tired of black kids having to cut their braids to go to specific schools or participate in specific sporting events. Uh, I'm tired of black women being told that their hair is unprofessional if it's not kept a certain way. And yet I see, I saw a black woman making the point that she was going to start her own business, which she did, and tell people that blonde straight hair is against a dress code. And people had a problem with it. So many people had a problem with it. Well, that's somebody's natural hair. And we're like, oh, that's exactly the point. And that, that's the funny thing, I guess, is like the people that say they don't see us as a color don't see us as a color until it's convenient for them. Look at how many people blame black people for shit that didn't happen. Um, the woman in the 90s, I can't remember her name to save my life, but she drowned her kids to be with a man and she blamed a black person for it. Come to find out she did it. It's easy to see us as a color when we're a scapegoat. But when we say, say it loud, I'm black and I'm proud, it's a problem. When we say, hey, happy Black History Month, it's a problem. When 
you take out of context what people like Morgan Freeman are saying when they say Black History Month is stupid. And they're not saying it's stupid because we don't need Black History Month. They're saying because Black History is American history and because that needs to be spread out throughout the entire year and it should be taught in school all the time. So you know who people are outside of George Washington Carver. You know who black people are outside of the five minute stories they tell you about Rosa Parks and Martin Luther King Jr. That's why we say it. And then you have people that argue, it's like, what about White History Month? And it's like every other month in school. We're talking about contributions by white people to society. All the time, we hear about that. But we don't hear about the people in uh, our lives that uh, were people of color that contribute. Other than, like I said, George Washington Carver, and you know about the peanut, right? But you don't hear about, I didn't know about Katherine Johnson until I watched Hidden Figures. How bad is that? I'm an adult. I didn't know much about Black Wall Street until I was an adult. My daughter does now at nine because I've taught her about it because those are the things from history they want to omit, omit because it's too black you don't see us as a color but when we talk about things like this it's it's you don't want to talk about it you don't want to share the information I don't understand Again, being black is who I am. Being black is who Tank is. Being black is who Layla is. Being black is who Cajun Prime is. That's who we are. And if every time one of us has to say that, you gotta contradict what we're saying or come up with something that's argumentative or just pop up to complain about it, you're not our friend. You're not our family member. I don't care how long we've been associates. It doesn't matter anymore. It's 2021 and I still have to tell people that I'm a proud, I'm proud to be a black man and I'm going to always be proud to be a black man. Yet that's somehow a controversial statement. And people want to spit and talk about white pride. And it's like, well, here's the thing. White pride isn't a thing because you know you're Irish, you know you're German, you know you're British, you know you're Australian. You know, those things exist. The reason black pride encompasses everything is because we only can go back so far in our history to see where we come from. It's really not that hard to understand. So you might not see me as a color, 
you might not see me as a race. You might think we're all one race, the human race, but you're awfully fucking quiet when people that look like me get killed. When people that look like me get harassed by the police. When people that look like me that are military men and women get pulled over and threatened by those that are meant to protect and serve them. You're quiet. I've seen uh, so much in my 37 years of living. Like I said, it starts to weigh on you, man. Like when you're told over and over again, you're one of the good ones. Oh, I don't see you as black. What does that mean? Oh, you're white on the inside. What does that mean? Why does white equate with right? Because let me tell you, I've seen many more white criminals than I have black in my lifetime. White people just get away with more of it than we do. People may wonder why I haven't. Well, first off, I haven't really spoken about the Derek Chauvin trial much. And I haven't watched it. Uh, For one, the mental strain alone right now is a lot to try to process. Um, And for two, I I can't bear to see that over and over again and to see people try to defend his actions. I don't give a shit what drugs he had in his system. I don't give a shit what pre-existing conditions he had. The thing that killed him was a knee to his neck for 8 minutes and 46 seconds. And as a black man, seeing people defend that is taxing. I'm tired. So, believe all you want that we're one race. Believe all you want that there's some mysterious force that's trying to keep us divided. It's funny because people will say they want us separate. They want us divided. But when you ask them who they is, they don't have an answer. Because they don't realize they're part of that they. By erasing who you are, what you are, and who you're going to be. We uh, need to let people be proud of who they are. Within reason. I don't mean, you know, White Lives Matter marches, because that's just fucking stupid. Argue with me all you want. You're not going to get anywhere. We never said black lives only matter. We said black lives matter because y'all ain't listening. Like Michael Chase said, can we just, can we get, that's the bare minimum. How about black lives exist? Did y'all notice that? I'm tired, y'all. I really am. (laughs) 
is the same conversation we've been having for, well, same conversation we've been having on the podcast for a year, same conversation I've been having my entire life, same conversation my mother's been having her entire life, my father his entire life, everybody looks like me, we've been having this conversation for centuries, and y'all still don't get it. But I will tell you this, I'm a proud black man in 2021, and that's the way I'm going to die. Y'all be good to each other. Take care.